0: I was gonna open with a very fun joke of, as the millennials say, "Let's get this check notes bread." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the courtesy laugh. <laughs> Please laugh.
1: <laughs> for what it's worth, uh, I I had a fake. I have a fake answer for what I had for breakfast this morning, where I have this whole persona of I'm gonna be extremely adversarial to you this entire episode. And when you ask me what I had for breakfast, I will say a bowl of dry cereal and a bowl of chia seed pudding. No, ew! To just have like drawn the ire of both of you immediately.
0: That's chaotic evil.
1: That is extremely (laughs) bad
2: content.
0: So when you said that it's a fake answer, you mean it's the real answer, and you just don't want to hurt our feelings. I have to go. Today we are welcoming onto the show, friend of the show and friend of our hearts and also our roommate. And also our DM. My Yeah, two-time my roommate and also the DM of our Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Uh, please welcome to the show James Miranda. James, Brian, can you insert like a golf clap in here?
2: Uh, I hear it now. I hear all the white mediocrity. Oh, thank you.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: Thank you for
2: having me. Not about James, but about golfers. (laughs) I appreciate
1: the distinction.
0: Um, We we brought James on the show for a very, very important reason. But before we delve into that reason, uh, I have a very important question, um, which is, James... What would you have for breakfast?
1: Um, so I had a uh, meatless sausage, egg, and cheese from City Feed.
0: Wow. So wait, what did that sandwich entail?
1: Uh, it was a uh, meatless sausage patty. I thought it was tempeh, but it, the ingredients are not listed on the menu. Um, one egg, cheddar cheese, and a English muffin from a local bakery called Fornax.
0: Wow. That... That's amazing.
1: That's hardcore. Uh, yeah, I really like the breakfast sandwiches there. And also, like, low-key, my lunch was from there, too, because I bought a, a fresh mozzarella sandwich while I was buying my breakfast.
2: <laughs> so you double-mealed it in one order.
0: That is incredibly smart. I was going to say, if you could describe that sandwich using one noun, what would it be?
2: Mm, impressive. Oh, that's a good noun. Or is adjective it impress- Wait, adjective yeah
0: impressive is an adjective
2: true specifically asked for a noun well it's important
1: to let you know that i don't know what words are or parts of speech
0: i can't read i,
1: so, <laughs> I guess one noun for that would be sandwich
0: Oh my God, I love
1: it. (laughs) It's very descriptive.
0: That's my favorite question to ask because when I used to work at Dorney, the theme park that I worked at, um, I started like as a, like I worked selling tickets to people to the amusement park. It was truly horrible in every conceivable way. But one thing that made it almost bearable is that my manager, who was like an incredibly odd guy, just like he had a list it was like a check-in list next to the water fountain and every time you took like a sip of water or you filled up your water bottle you were supposed to pick a noun that described your mood Um, and no one got it right because no one that I worked with knew what the difference between a noun and an adjective was but I feel like even more than that you never use nouns to describe feelings and I I think that we all deserve that
2: Truj what do you have for breakfast? (laughs)
0: I'm sorry, do you not want to talk about my nounjectives anymore? Nounjectives.
1: <laughs> Three two one cannon. <laughs> oh
0: my god. Um for breakfast today, I actually had a different breakfast than I usually have. And I've said that before, I think twice on this podcast. It's been my same joke about getting the same wake-up wraps from Duncan, but I actually sincerely had a different breakfast. Um today I had a Chobani with granola in it. Um, and then an apple because I've been trying to I don't know do something a little bit different. Um, I got the Chobani that's so they now have a, a like a line called less sugar. It's not called like low sugar. It's just called less sugar because um, there's so much sugar in any of the Chobani's that have like fruit in them and stuff. How much um, less?
2: It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, frankly, I haven't even checked. I just am happy that it's less. I guess. Um, and I also got, so you know like those Nature Valley granola bars? I love them so, so, so much. They're like the really hard ones that are all crumbly. So they sell that in granola form (gasps) that is basically just a bunch of like chopped up granola bars it's absolutely phenomenal it's like seriously it was one of my favorite breakfasts that i've had in a really long time
2: so wait it's more crumpled up and chopped up than when you open up a regular nature valley bar and it's just crumbled into dust
0: um that hurts my feelings and it was (laughs) the same amount
2: this is a
1: great example of making a bug into a feature. Yes. Oh, they just opened so they crumbled so many of their granola bars. They were like, you know what? Uh, we did this on purpose. It's a granola now. Oops!
2: All
0: crumbles. Wait, I bet there was like a truck accident, and all of the like granola bars got crushed, and so they just decided to sell it the <laughs> way that it is. It's not a bug. It's a feature. I love that so much. Yeah,
1: the truck driver walks away from that accident and goes. Wow, I'm so lucky that I'm alive and, and well and then oh no, by Nope, nope, this is this is crumble granola. I did this on purpose. Wow. Nobody
2: died and a new industry was born.
0: I also want to mention that Also for breakfast because I didn't have enough room in my bag because I've been bringing like a seltzer to work and I've been bringing lunch and I've been meal prepping and I also brought breakfast. So I didn't have room to like also pack coffee with me. And so I went to Starbucks and I got the new pumpkin cream like cold brew that's like nitro cold brew with pumpkin spice like sweet cream in it. And here's the thing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world.
1: I like how you led into that like it was going to be not good. Like the pumpkin the spice thing. had betrayed you, but then you were like, nope. Sometimes your expectations are correct. It was amazing. I think
0: it's actually just because I start, I preface almost every statement I say by saying, here's the thing. Here's the, here's thing. the thing. Here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing, Truj.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm actually
1: going I was going to quote the next part of what you do sometimes. Here's the thing, Truj. That sucks.
0: Yeah do that all the time that's a good cuss on this podcast of all of the cusses brian what did you have for breakfast
2: two donuts both alike in dignity in fair duncan where we lay our scene from ancient glaze break to new mutiny where civil jelly makes civil hands unclean the witch if you with patient tongues attend what here shall miss our toil shall strive to mend I had two donuts from Dunkin' again, and I had to come up with a clever way of telling. Hold me. up, but they fought though, or they they loved each other. <laughs> they fought in my belly. <laughs> okay, so oh, these no. were these
1: were like the the other family members. These weren't the ones
2: who loved each yeah, other. Yeah, I cut the all the stuff about lovers. the star crossed donuts and just the two that are fighting in my tummy. It's a coffee roll and a jelly donut, and they are my two favorite things at Dunkin'.
0: I mean, the thing is, like, very charming to me is that instead of going into detail about why you chose the flavors of donut that you chose, you decided to uh, recite a Shakespearean uh, monologue, which is incredibly endearing, and I love you so much.
2: I love you very much. I've never talked about this before, but the coffee roll is like a more substantial donut, even though it's basically a glazed donut with some cinnamon thrown in. So I really appreciate that, and I've only just appreciated jelly donuts for the first time because the... Pastry dough itself is really, like, it's the texture I'm looking for in a donut, but not many donuts do that on their own without a filling. So I need the jelly to do that.
0: Wow. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah, I can see that. That's real.
2: Speaking of donuts, they are much more versatile than uh, than just eating them. You can use them as I don't know uh, breakfast breads. Hey, welcome to the breakfast breads yeah. episode, everyone. So,
0: so here's the thing: the, here's our here's our let's get this breakfast bread podcast. Um, and we wanted to bring James on this show specifically for a couple reasons. One of them is that I literally talked about James on an episode of this podcast where I said, man, I like literally can't even remember. It was a very long time ago because James made me-
2: Ah, uh, three episodes ago. So long ago. <laughs> James...
0: No, but James made me a breakfast sandwich that was uh, like, I think it was- Bacon, egg, and cheese, and the two instead of bread, it was on two chocolate Entenmann's donuts. I remember
1: this, yeah. And
0: it was absolutely incredible in every conceivable way. But then, more recently, when James moved back in with us for the first time in, like, a year, they also made breakfast for us the other day, and instead of... So they made breakfast sandwiches, but instead of bread... It was in between two incredible waffles, and it just got me thinking. Like, there are so many good like bread options for sandwiches that are not bread or bagels or like English muffins or anything like that. And I just really wanted to talk about that.
2: James, what I- can you talk more about the sandwich you made us on Saturday? Yeah, so um,
1: it was a uh, pepper jack and cheese, um, in between two waffles that were homemade. That were like oh, a, they were made with like regular um, non gluten free flour and the other things you use uh, sugar, baking powder, etc. But then I added oat milk um, oh. and also a little bit of cocoa powder um, oh. to make it a tiny bit of a chocolate waffle. It wasn't a very chocolate waffle; it was a moderately chocolate, a mildly chocolate waffle.
0: I would say that the cocoa powder, the po- cocoa powder, kind of added like. It, it just added depth, I think, to the waffle. like it didn't necessarily taste like chocolate, but it tasted like deep and flavorful. It almost made it taste weedier if that makes sense almost like it tasted like it was a like it it almost tasted like it was a like a whole grain waffle,
2: okay, but cool. in a good
0: way in a way that's like very yummy and very good.
2: And somehow, James, you've perfected the art of the runny egg on a sandwich. Can you talk more <laughs> about that? Yeah. Um, so runny eggs are the best. Um,
1: there are places in in the world in which Trisha and I do not agree on the greatest quality of certain breakfast foods.
2: You don't say.
1: Mm. I, I won't name names, but <laughs> cereal. Um, but runny eggs we agree on. And so there were long stretches of my life where eggs was like all I was eating uh, at home. I mean, I would eat other meals, but it, it was like I can afford eggs and both in terms of the time it takes to cook them and the time and the amount of money it takes to buy them. Uh, and I can just experiment with them. So like knowing how to get the egg exactly where I want it, I feel like is one of my greatest
2: breakfast talents.
0: And James is a breakfast prince. I need everyone to know that
2: they're the most princely breakfast. Wow. Uh breakfast breads. We've talked about waffles, we've talked about James's amazing donut sandwich, but what other breakfast breads do you two enjoy in a sandwich?
0: I think so I I was doing a lot of brainstorming for this podcast and I came up with like what I would assume would be the usual suspects, like waffle like on a breakfast sandwich or donuts as the breakfast sandwich. Um, I also would endeavor to say, even though bagels are canonical breakfast, I do think the pretzel bagel from Bagelsaurus is... Is a little bit more unusual because it's more of a soft pretzel than it is a bagel, but it's like a hybrid of both. What I really want James to talk about is something that I've only heard legend and myth about, which is I, I think you know what I what I'm talking about from when I, you I may see what you're day. putting down. Yes,
2: the world has changed. I feel it in the oven. <laughs> I feel it on the grill. Sorry, that was a Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> That's a Billy Shakespeare b side, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: Wait, you said the Lord of the Rings?
2: It's this really like obscure Shakespeare play about uh, two lords and their rings. They get gay married. Whoa!
0: Wait, is that kind of like Dungeons and Dragons but worse?
2: <laughs> exactly,
1: extremely derivative of Dungeons and Dragons. Right. J.R.R. R. Tolkien, what a hack. And that's how I got doxed. Wow. I'm just kidding. Please don't dox
2: me. All
0: of the J.R.R. Tolkien stands that wa- that listen to our podcast.
2: <laughs> uh, your legendary breakfast sandwich, please. <laughs> uh, so
1: um, in the Bay, there was a chain called Pre Baguette. I think it's a lot of other places, but I hadn't like experienced before the Bay. And they had uh, a lot of different pastries every day and it was rotating. So one time I had a, a chocolate bread from there and i really liked it and then i was like i'm going to go back and get it and it was not there so when it was there in the future i got like all of them so
0: was it just a fever dream the chocolate bread the whole time it, it could
1: have been i don't there are a lot of things about my time in california that i like to pretend were fever dreams Wow. this one i i don't know i don't know if it's better that it if it was or better if it wasn't um but it was, if it was a fever dream, it was a great fever dream. Wow! This is all. This also was. It was chocolate bread. So the bread was chocolate was a a key ingredient in the making of the bread, and the top of the bread was also chocolate coated on one side. Wow! That made for a really really incredible uh, breakfast sandwich vehicle. Uh, because I also like to toast the uh, insides of my breakfast
0: sandwich bread because you're a breakfast prince also
1: i mean yeah i i the, the one of the duties of breakfast princehood is making sure that uh the runniness of the egg doesn't immediately get swallowed up by the soggy by the bread and make it soggy so like it's a teamwork situation anyway because what i'm leading up to <laughs> is to say that i put the chocolate bread in in the frying pan to toast the insides of of it a little bit. So it melted the chocolate a tiny bit and it really just worked out because then not only was the egg runny, there was also chocolate on my fingers and I'm, I, it was, it may have been a fever dream and, um, I hope I haven't woken up from that one yet. I, it's, this is still the world in which that could happen again.
0: I feel like in my time as a breakfast in- influencer on the internet, oh my god, um, I've, <laughs> I've been approached by tales of many of breakfasts that make me, like, really jealous that I can't be in the place where they sell that thing um, to experience it. But the idea of, like, a breakfast sandwich that is made on, like, Chocolate bread, like not chocolate cake. It's bread that is like not. It doesn't sound like it's overly sweet or anything. Like it's literally, literally chocolate flavored bread. There's just something about that that is so absolutely satisfying, and I really, really, really want to taste this one day.
1: Yeah, actually, so I feel like I've heard rumor of the um at the other location of When Pigs Fly. That there is a chocolate bread. I've never actually seen it because I I tended to go in only in like the last hour or two when I was coming home from work of them being open. So if chocolate bread existed, I assume it's like one of the first things to sell out. Um, So one of these days I'm going to take a day off from work completely unrelated reasons and also just go to the When Pigs Fly and hope they have chocolate bread.
2: When Pigs Fly is a Boston-based uh, bakery around here that uh, I have only ever been to, I think, once. And I really need to get my uh, When Pigs Fly fix.
0: I'm going to be honest. I actually didn't know that it was a Boston thing. I thought that, like, like I've only ever bought When Pigs Fly, like, at Shaw's and stuff like that.
2: They supply Shaw's and other, uh, you know, big grocery stores, but they have two bakeries or storefronts at least um, locally that i I think are the only two. I'll do more research, but I want this chocolate bread.
0: There's just something about chocolate breakfast sandwiches that it's just – it sounds like it shouldn't work, and then it absolutely does.
1: So, actually, uh, I wanted to bring up, because I've been thinking about this a lot today, about aspirational breakfast breads, things I've wanted to make uh, breakfast breads and have not yet done so, and – One of the ones that came up is I really want to try and make a breakfast sandwich out of, depending on the supply level, either two halves of or two entire cinnamon buns.
0: Wow.
2: Oh my God.
0: That's amazing.
2: Probably bacon, egg, and cheese between two cinnamon buns. Uh, As a cinnamon bun, I object to this cannibalism, but I respect your right to want to cook any breakfast bread that you want.
0: Wait, didn't you have a cinnamon roll for breakfast today? No! I've been called out!
1: <laughs> Wait, did you lie about what you had for breakfast? No, I just, I was called out for being a cinnamon bun cannibal. Is this
0: fake breakfast news not to interrupt this absolutely beautiful breakfast content <laughs> but i want to take this moment before i forget to shout out uh listener of the show and uh friend of my heart kieran collier um i learned in college because we kieran and i were on a bunch of uh college poetry teams together um which is actually how we ended up meeting james in like 2013 True. but that's just a uh by the way oh, wait did um, i meet y'all we... the same
1: day that's that's wild
0: Yes, you did! But Kieran, we did, like, a sleepover for the team, and Kieran made eggs the next day, and the thing that Kieran Collier adds to eggs, which I've never done myself, but I can attest that it is, like, absolutely suspiciously good, is he adds cinnamon to to his scrambled eggs. And... I don't know what it I don't know what it is, what it does because it doesn't make it like sweet like in the way that cinnamon makes things sweet even though it's literally not a sweetener like if you add cinnamon to like coffee or to oatmeal or something like that, it doesn't add that kind of flavor to it but I feel like especially if the sandwich had scrambled eggs on it, I feel like cinnamon like a cinnamon roll would be just like a God's honest hit.
2: One of my favorite things to do in terms of weird egg compliments is a piece of toast with jelly on it and an egg. People always give me weird looks when I do jelly, egg, and toast together, but it works really well because of the sweetness of the jelly and like the creaminess of the egg. It's not like, you know, it, 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 it's really tasty. I am down to join you on that journey.
0: I refuse to be a part of this
2: uh truge if you refuse to be a part of my fun thing what breakfast breads do you enjoy
0: so here's what i will admit right now in this very safe space with all of our listeners and and my two very good friends and one one of whom is my my lover um (laughs) that's all this is already off the rails um, I didn't really give a lot of consideration to what I think the weirdest and best, like, best weird breakfast bread is. Because all of my experiences are with James, so my experiences are there. I mean... Not my experiences or your experiences, but you know what I mean. That, like, we we have overlapping experiences with weird breakfast breads because James has, like, concocted many of them. I will say one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had was when James used two Entenmann's donuts as the bread of the sandwich. Because, so, one of my favorite moments in me and James's friendship is when I came outside of my room and they were, like, do you want a breakfast sandwich? And I was like, I'm in love with you. And then they were, they were like, I'm going to use donuts. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use donut instead of bread. And I was like, that's absolutely incredible. And then they were like, well, so just so you know, I already made a sandwich for me and I've concluded that it wasn't enough by just slicing the donut in half and having it be the bread of the sandwich. So I'm going to, give you two donuts how does that sound (laughs) <laughs> I was like, that's everything to me, um, and it's just so good because like the Entman's donuts. It, for those who don't know, I'm not, I i do not think that Entman's is regional. I think that it's basically like everywhere at least in America, but it's it's like kind of a, a dry like yellowy like a yellow cake donut in the middle, and then it's coated in like a dark chocolate, kind of like a, a bit- like a semi sweet chocolate. I would say, um, it's not like overly sweet. But with the heat of the sandwich, it like melted the the chocolate. And the inside of the Entenmann's donut is already... It has like kind of a melty quality. Like you eat it and it melts in your mouth a little bit. Just like absolutely phenomenal breakfast sandwich. And I love it so much. And I wish I had like a cool breakfast bread aspiration to pair this with. But I, my aspiration right now... Because... We recently reorganized our entire kitchen and I realized that we have a proofing drawer in our oven. And so bread making would be cool. And I would love to make like a homemade like rosemary herb bread, which isn't a weird breakfast bread. I think it's like almost a canonical breakfast bread to like do a savory fresh bread, but that's my answer, and I'm sticking I love to it. it.
2: Trude and James must now proof their loaf of rosemary bread in the proofing drawer for three hours. Bakers, you've got three hours left. I will do my best to not have a soggy bottom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just started the new season of Great British Bake Off uh, today, and it's delightful, as always. I would be remiss if I did not bring up my favorite breakfast bread for my favorite breakfast sandwich, the Monte Cristo. And French toast,
0: ooh, especially from J and M Diner. Oh
2: my God, J and M Diners. I was roast. I was actually listening
1: it. to that episode recently in like preparation for this. It was hard to get to it because it's it's such a regular released regularly released podcast. But I found yeah. the one where you talk about the Monte Cristo. I was like, that's such a, a perfect breakfast bread. I'm glad like you've you've already done you've covered the the Monte Cristo, but like I'm happy to hear more about it because it's it's one of the better breakfast sandwiches in the world yeah
2: i i love it so much so what's interesting about the french toast as a sandwich is that most of the monte cristos i eat are open-faced where it is a piece of french toast with things on top of it but a few brave souls i'm looking at you cheesecake factory actually have sandwiches that are meant to be held in your hands that are made of french toast and it's very difficult to do this well because French toast is, you know, cooked in oil and butter and fried. And it's it tends to be greasy. If you do it right and it's not greasy and you still get the nice fluffy eggy texture of the egg on French toast, then you're golden. But it's very, very difficult to not have your hands be nice and greasy after eating a Monte Cristo that's meant to be eaten with your hands. So props to anyone that can make French toast a hand food.
1: Agreed. I, I support eating breakfast with your hands, personally. One of
2: my other favorite uh, hand breakfasts that is not something people typically believe is hand breakfast is Eggo waffles. I love using Eggo waffles as a bread in other things. Uh, when There was one day where I was craving chicken and waffles and I was still uh, about to wee college freshman. And what I did was I got some Eggo waffles and some frozen chicken patties. And I just put a uh, heated up chicken patty on two Eggo waffles they are both disturbingly the same size and you eat it like a sandwich (laughs) and oh my god it is such an amazing combination and it's not something I've done in a very long time but in thinking about breakfast sandwich breads that are not typical breads oh my god an Eggo waffle is so versatile
0: hey Brian did you know that you're the the Eggo waffle to my perfect chicken patty cutlet oh we're disturbingly the same size. <laughs>
2: I'm the eleven to your sheriff. What's his face, Hawkins boy?
0: That's that's a Stranger Things reference. Can
1: I tell you my um my breakfast bread that didn't work out the way I wanted it to?
2: Oh no, breakfast breakups. Yes.
1: It wasn't a breakfast breakup. It was just you know you go on that first date and you're like you're so cute and I I think I'm cute and like you're fun but there's just not. Something here isn't working.
2: You're a little too greasy for my hands.
1: Yeah, you know, you laugh at (laughs) things that I am confused about. Our senses of humor don't match up. And, we, you know, I start talking about politics, which is also, like, usually a bad idea on a first date. And you're like, what? What? What?" Yeah. So um, are you familiar with the line of toaster strudel breakfast scrambler situations?
0: Oh, my God, yes. I, I made a, a, a bacon,
1: egg, and cheese once with two of those as the bread. Oh, my God. Here's why it didn't work out. And and maybe there's a chance we could get back together and try it again and, like, be mindful of this. Because you are heating those up and there is a filling. And when you bite down on the breakfast oh, sandwich, no. it it just created a, a super hot on the lips and hands um situation that really distracted from the quality of the breakfast sandwich. If it was there, it just it, it, it made it hard to, to experience and, and take in
2: unbiased because I was just it just didn't work out. I haven't had a breakfast scrambler in years. All of my toaster strudel adventures in the past, uh, I don't know, 10 years have been the fruity sweet ones in the in the mornings. But I have not had one of those breakfast scramblers in a long time. And I've got to say, I'm intrigued.
0: Here's what I'll say. I'm really glad that we're literally going to Target after this because I'm buying some. Oh
2: my God. Yes. Let's do that tonight. Let's do that tonight. You want to go get a zip car and go to Target? Let's do that.
0: (laughs) Yes, we should do that.
1: Cool. Fantastic. Fantastic.
2: If any of you have a fun breakfast bread that you like to enjoy or think is a fun fit for our podcast, send it in in audio form. We are Most Important Meal Podcast at gmail.com. Just mail us an audio clip and you may be included in the show.
1: Wow. And I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off of that and say that if you do that, I will personally attempt to... Recreate that situation uh for myself and Trusion Bryan.
2: James is your own personal Mythbuster, Adam Savage, and Jamie, what's his name, Walrus.
0: I tried to think of the theme to Mythbusters, but all I can think of is do, 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 That's food Mythbusters. Of food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>